Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Standby, hover right there. It's time for the Wiener Shake Show, Wiener Shakers. To get involved, please call 302 Broad Dawn. That's 302-729-3664. 302-769-3664. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go! And now, hold down and Imran Sheik. Imran, are we ready for episode 19? Because we're into it, buddy. Fucking big show. This is hey, you know what? episode you know? 19. Welcome to fucking well, episode 19. Take go. your dick out right now, Imran. Let me see Hang that up. flaccid little, that little ugly flaccid prick. Come on. Hang on. Get Hang it on. out. I got, I, got to, I got to get it out of the truss. I need a special truss for it. You know really? who makes the truss? Lockheed Martin. Because wow. my dick is infinite. You, did you know my dick mm. is measured in time, not in length? Yeah, so is mine. Common man won't get uh, your physics jokes. They won't get the it. Common, well. Yeah, we're, we're appealing to the carpenter, the plumber, the, uh, the gas station attendant, the, the, the toll taker. All jobs that don't exist anymore. You know, um, coal miners, coal miners. We're huge in Virginia. Huge. Yeah, they love our brand in Virginia. First of all, uh, again, we'd like to welcome Hollow Spirit Studios to the uh, the Wiener Shake Show family. They Thanks, are uh, producers. They are taking us to the next level. You are going to hear improvements. You're going to see improvements. You're going to feel it in your mm. in your nipples guts, and probably your, your balls your ball sack will have that nice warm soft yeah. don't you like when your balls are nice and i don't want to gross out the ladies because we have a huge uh, female listener base huge and your your vaginas uh, won't be dry anymore no 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 more of that those days are get rid of the lube throw it out ladies where are we what get Speaking rid of the lube <laughs> What the fuck? I got deja vu, by the way. I've been getting that a lot lately. And every you know time I get it, is. Tom Hanks says, oh, you're where you belong. And I got to tell you. What? Yeah, you're, you're, right where you've, you've, you're right where you belong. You're it, where you're supposed to be is uh, the take on deja vu. No, the, the t- deja vu is just your mind skipping a beat, basically. Um, no. It's your mind thinking it's your mind glitching out and thinking that a short-term piece of memory it, it doubles it basically it copies it that's why you think you've been there before you haven't been there before it's not an, a pre-existing memory it's just a memory that gets doubled in your processing of memories it's a glitch it has nothing to do with where you're supposed to be do you know this for a fact yeah it's a it's a, a medical thing i'm going to disagree with you and um for the first time in a long time imran i feel that my purpose in this world and in life is back on where it should be. And I have not felt that in a very long time. Put it up for me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Whatever. Yeah, okay. yeah. And I think we ought to also touch on, I guess, our our couple's fight from uh, last episode and the previous episodes. We've... This episode. <laughs> we've mended... Well, yeah. Well, if you continue on with your bullshit, we'll be right back where we started. So it's my fault. 
is what you're saying. Okay, no, well, that's Well, yeah, fine. look in the that's mirror. Fine. Look in the mirror. Look at in who you mirror? really are. Look in the mirror? Sorry. Okay, there. I've been around Tom Hanks too much. Tom Hanks uh, is from Jersey. Yeah, I know, I know. I know yeah. where she's from. We talk about it all the time. We're both from Jersey. What do you think we talk about for like three quarters of the time? Yeah, right. Mira, I know she says Mira. I was just about to say that before you I said love her. I love her accent. It drives me batty. Did I tell you that? I um, Did you know I, that? I'm used to it because I've talked to her so much. That Can you I've... just let me have my relationship with Tom Hanks without turning it into your predictable shtick? The only juice that you have squeezed from this is your impromptu conversation with her in the middle of, of a podcast. So hold on to that and, and let me open up and be vulnerable, which is not easy for me, about the love of my fucking life for five how, seconds. Please. How am I stopping you? Because how am I stopping you? You know how, how you're am I stopping, stopping you? me. You say something, and as See, your sidekick, this I is... buttress you up. I support you, and I say, yes, Greg, I know what you're talking about. No. I feel it, too. Let me legitimize your feelings with my own uh, examples. Your own feelings of my girlfriend? Who I talk to a lot on the phone. We're, we're uh, dare I say, we're good buds. We have a, Well, I, I wouldn't say good buds. I would say we have a strong relationship is the term I would use. I'm leaving space in between when you start and begin so I can cut it out. Because you uh -huh. just want to piss all over it because you're still fucking bitter. I don't. I, I mean, I don't deny that I'm bitter. I, a jealous rage. That's where it comes burns. from. That's where it comes from. No. That's why you won't let me sit here and go on for at least like a t 15 seconds. I can't sit here and talk about how happy I am because you're going to sit here and, and, oh, yeah, we. I know your accent's good. We talk about it all the time. No, it comes from the you, fact that we talk on the phone a lot. I mean, I, you, you, you think I'm making this up to like needle you or to show dominion over, over your beautiful relationship with her. That's not the case. I'm just being truthful. It you is said the we, case. You don't we talk what? to her We at roll all. what? We? I'm not saying it because I get douche chills every Every time, but you know, if you want a roll organic dipshit, you don't douche talk flesh. to her ever. Douche flesh. It's called douche, douche flesh. flesh. You called me vulva cheese. I salute you for fits. that. If the if the skin folds fit, man. Uh, I'm not gonna. About... I'm not gonna talk about Tom Hanks anymore because it's obvious oh you don't want to hear it. Imran, what was your last relationship? Like long term? Yeah. Well, what, I mean, it, who was this girl? It is a girl who I have deep admiration and respect for. Okay. Uh, how and long were you together? Six years. Six years? Really? Yeah, a long time. Long time. So long time. through college or after college? Me love her a long time. Through no, I'm not going to get into that because then you're going to extrapolate my age. I know what this is. This game is not about my... Imran, my, my I know what your age is. So you want to well, answer the question? Well, let's get into it. You want to answer the question? Uh, Six years? It was good. It was, it was an amazing relationship. I still think about it fondly. And truth be told, I still think about her. And, you know, I, 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 I may have made a mistake in letting her go. Oh, man. You spend far too much time looking back in the past instead of accepting your world as it is now and that everything this. was meant to be and that the mistakes you made were lessons that uh, your higher self demanded you learn. Preach, Wiener. Get it. I'm taking us to church. She's a, she's an amazing, phenomenal person. And uh, suffice to say, I still think about her fondly. Okay. Well, that was your way of getting out of saying anything interesting about the relationship. All right. Let me see what, what was interesting. We used to talk about having kids and we created imaginary uh, kids that we would 
talk about like we would talk about having a daughter and how she would be very like like very no nonsense or very serious and how she would uh the, her the girl uh, we got to give her a name i guess let's call her uh, jane doe and we would say, you know, Jane, Jane, Jane Doe would say things like, um, you know, I'm going to tell her to like kick you in the shins and stuff like that. Just cute stuff, really endearing, romantic stuff. And the greatest heartache I have ever felt in my entire life. And I still care. And I'm going to get emotional about this. I know. But this is what you want, Wiener. So I'll give it to you. When we bro- when I, I broke up with her, uh, and the, the, which is why it, it carries with me, when we were breaking up, she she texted me we were in two separate rooms and she texted me um the uh, uh, we had a name for this girl that we would fantasize about having let's say her 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 name is jane doe jr and junior rest i guess and she would she she once texted me as we were breaking up she said jane doe jr rest's photo is fading away like in back to the future future. when marty when marty's photo fades away oh my god killed kills kills not killed kills me to this day that was real that was real no i know i can tell thanks again for opening up i'm honestly i'm not like looking for uh riveting i podcast material i'm just curious yeah it's heartbreaking and i again i think about it because you know I don't want to get into too much detail, but there was a lot of there was a lot of there is still a lot of genuine love. I still unabashedly say that I love her, but there were things going on in my life that I I was not delivering on the relationship as well as I could have. And that's why you ended it. I yeah, maybe. All right. All right. Yeah, um, I mean, for for the most part, I think yeah. All right. Yeah. Was she? And this is my last question. Was she uh, 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 Pakistani? No, uh, she is uh, Irish Catholic. Irish? No, I'm sorry, uh, Irish Italian. Irish Italian. Literally half-half, yeah. Tom Hanks is half Italian. Okay, it's always about Tom. All right, come on. It's Tom Hanks' future. Everybody listen around. Here's the Tom Hanks. Yeah, everyone listen around. Not gather around. Listen around. That's the jingle. That's the jingle for the Tom Hanks update. All right, everybody. Uh, I guess we're doing this Tom Hanks thing. Gather around. Let's listen to the Tom Hanks update. Did your I parents? Uh, did your parents uh, like this girl? I will say this: my mom, uh, when she found out that I broke up with her, she uh, was like, "Are you sure you wanted to do that?" And I was like, "I don't know." And she said, uh, "Okay." It, she she didn't say this, but she implied that like maybe maybe you shouldn't have done that. Hmm. Well, I mean, there's drama involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you had a relationship uh, since? I'm going to say no. Huh. I I, I came close, uh, I'm going to say twice. Violin girl being one of them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. In fact, I'll be very honest here. Violinist girl, one of the reasons uh, I got scared off was because I started feeling for violinist girl the way I felt for Jane Doe. And in my mind, that was like, well, this means I should just be with Jane Doe. I'm just seeking a carbon copy of Jane Doe. I should just be with Jane Doe. But now I think about it, maybe it wasn't a red flag so much as it was a sign of, duh, violinist girl is good for you because she is as good as Jane Doe was or she makes you feel the way Jane Doe did. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. 
All right. You got a lot of personal stuff out of me, Wiener. Listen. I might tell you to cut it, cut it all at some point. I don't know. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, why would I want to cut all that? I don't know. I feel – see, we, we, there's exposure there. I, I, yeah, I, I but, guess uh, – you know what it is? Honestly, I'm worried that violinist girl will hear, will hear it and then she'll be like, oh, man, I don't want damaged goods. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. She listens to the show. Okay. Two things. One, you said nothing in that that uh, should be cut. And as the executive producer of the Wiener Shake Show, obviously you have final say over anything personal. We both have that agreement. Yeah, but the other thing I wanted to say is, like your sharing of you and your father's main discussion about sex as you uh, went to school uh, on your family camel, it was very touching and heartfelt. And I think that this is going to be part of what endears us to our audience is us being, uh, you know, we can cut up and make fun of each other and make jokes and do characters and Aunt Tom. I, I, I miss Aunt Tom so much. I think she needs her own show. Cut up. What are we? A couple of cards? A couple of cards. Those two. Cutting it up. But I think that uh, we uh, should have a little balance in the show. And that balance is our open, honest vulnerability. And I'll be open and honest right now with you. We've got a Tom Hanks update. Well, I, I know where this is going. I, I, I have a feeling I know where this is going. You have, we haven't talked about this at all. I want to make that clear. This is purely new and genuine to me. But I have a feeling I think I know where this is going. Maybe the priesthood is no longer a viable option for Father Prospero. Go on. We, okay, she's my girlfriend. Uh, she's your friend. No, 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 no. I'm being serious. I asked her officially to be my girlfriend. I said, I was holding her in my arms. We had a scary movie on the TV. And I said, how would you feel? How would you feel if I asked you to be my girlfriend? And she turned bright red. And, you know, she hugged and kissed me. And she said, of I, I I can't believe you said it was so perfect and was really cute. And then I fucked the living shit out of her on her sofa. Right in her ass. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked her so hard that she cried out of fucking pure dick heaven. That was dick knife sex, baby. I said, you're my girl. And then I fucked her 12 ways to Sunday, man. Bam. Wait. I'm just kidding. We didn't have sex yet. But she is my girlfriend. <laughs> first off. What? First off, so many so many things on unpack. Yeah. Uh, first off, I, I don't even remember my original unpacking point. That's how flabbergasted I am. First off, this is entrapment. You lured her into becoming your girlfriend. <clears throat> Hold on. Water went down the wrong pipe. Uh-huh, I bet that's what it is. This is the truth. Remember how when uh, that dude who killed those women on HBO, he would burp every time he got caught in a lie? This is Greg's tell when he's lying. He coughs. No, I generally, I don't know what burp movie you're talking about on HBO, but anyway. That guy, that, guy, that rich guy who killed a bunch of ladies and then they like oh, busted yeah, yeah, him yeah. because he went to the bathroom and his mic was still on. And he literally said, I did it. They're going to catch me. I did it. <laughs> is that that old guy? Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I never got through that. Well, spoiler alert. I, I knew he did it. He went to jail, and didn't he hang for it? Yeah. Didn't I hang him? 
<laughs> out by in front of the saloon in between the whorehouse and the sheriff's depot. I don't think they guillotined his head clean off. How did I entrap Tom Hanks into being my girlfriend? What are you fucking you, talking about? You make her watch a scary movie so she feels vulnerable and scared and frightened for her life. I didn't so she make clutches her. Onto you. First, it's a way to get for you to get cheap cops off of her. So she clutches onto you like a scared little rabbit. And then in a frightened state, you 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 drop this this important big decision. Do you want to be my lady friend? And she has no choice but to say yes because she's scared. She's frightened. She doesn't know where she is. You, you know, and she has no choice but to say yes because mm-hmm. she's frightened for her you, life. You, uh, you forgot uh, the original story that I just told you and you're vamping until you can... Remember the actual details of what I said, aren't you? No, you said you were watching a scary movie. Right. And that you were holding and cuddling her because that's all you fucking do. And then you asked her during the movie, how would you feel if you were my girlfriend? And she turned bright red, which is a sign of her being like, shit, man. I'm so scared. The blood is vascularizing in her system. She was blushing. She was smiling. No, it was adrenaline pumping through her system because she was like, I got I got to get to safety. I got to get to safety. She was in the safety of her living room. And yeah, with, uh, she was safe. So, no. With a six foot so four nose next to her. Jesus Christ. I'm not six foot four. I know I right. carry myself like a tall handsome strapping young lad does but i'm not six four he says this as he clutches his turkey waddle i just want to be clear on on one thing here she cannot be your girlfriend until you do the horizontal tango with her sorry you know how many girlfriends i had in elementary school who i didn't have sex with yeah you don't consider (laughs) that's a good thing i think uh yeah real good that's something that that's something to brag about i think you're not serious when you say this. Obviously, people can wait until they get married to have sex if they choose to and still be in a functioning relationship. The rational part of you, the non-antagonistic, annoying devil side of you, obviously knows that this is true. Yes? No, it's true. I mean, your girlfriend and boyfriend now, you're in uh, a relationship. I've told her uh, I love her. She has said it back to me, although not right when I said it to her. And I did have a few sleepless nights where I felt vulnerable, naked, and scared. Okay. And a lot of my old uh, wounds came back to haunt me. And uh, I fought through it. I did not show that fear to her. And I made it through the rain. Listen. To that glorious moment at Studio 102. When she said it to me, when she said it to me, Imran, I got to tell you, I have never felt the feelings I felt in my little ticker the way I felt when she said that to me. Quite a feat to brag not only about your love life, but also your acting career in one anecdote. Where did I? You don't even know what Studio 102 is. It's a it's club. A, it's a radio station event for the beach. It's not acting 1.5, The Rock. Yeah. So, uh, listen. What? Uh, what I was saying is, it's interesting that you missed the boat on the real discussion here, which was that she didn't say it back when I said it to her. Oh, 
Oh, we're get we're gonna get to that. I, I just want to make clear that you're in a relationship that has not been physically consummated, and that's a normal thing. Mormons do it all the time, and they are the paragons of normalcy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're all good. Great. Okay. Oh, good. Thank God. Imran says we're good, honey. No, I, it's horseshit. You are not in a relationship until you bump uglies. All right. You know what? I'm done with the charade. We had sex like a month ago. No, you didn't. You, you're yeah, just saying. we did. Actually, you just and said that because you've been caught out, you've been caught out, and, and no. you realize that your relationship is a sham. I, I'm not trying to demean anything. I'm just calling it as it is. It's just physics. It's kind of a sham right now because you're playing house with each other, but you're not even playing the game. You just you opened up the board, the board, and you're moving pieces around, but you're not rolling dice. Whenever you're not taking, you're not collecting two hundred every time you go. You, uh, you pass go. You're just sitting there with a board open. Whenever you're done, I'll uh, continue. I also this thing that she didn't respond to you. Again, it it just bolsters my argument that she agreed to be your girlfriend out of fear. Okay, more shtick. I'm sitting here opening up about Tom Hanks and out of jealousy. And envy, he won't have a normal conversation with me. Why do you think, how long did she wait? Like three days? Let's see. No, it wasn't three days. It was a Monday night when I told her. I eventually heard on Saturday night. But here's the <laughs> Holy thing. Shit. Here's the thing. That's a long time, my friend. I knew she loved me. Why did she wait five days? Because she, I don't know. I didn't ask her, but she said... She said to me when I said it to her, she's like, I think I love you, but I'm not sure. And I don't want to say it unless I'm definitely sure. I've right, I've almost awesome. said it by accident a few times. And I said, I didn't tell you for you to tell me. I just had to get it out and tell you at this moment. She's, she said she almost said it a few times mm -hmm, by accident? Mm -hmm. And so did I. And I was done. I, almost, I was tired of what? I almost said it accidentally to a violinist girl. Did you? More than... More than once or twice, yeah. Almost. Accidentally almost said it. Oof. Well, I said it I said it to Jane Doe on our third date. I also proposed marriage to her by accident on third date. How do you propose marriage by accident? We went to my favorite place in the world, most favorite place in the world. Right. And we were having lunch in this beautiful restaurant that's on the grounds. Of and the uh, World Trade uh, Memorial. <laughs> God, that's a bad joke. That was good. <sighs> yeah, we were sitting in the in the reflection pool in the middle of it. Police were trying to get us out. We we're like, we're just trying to have lunch, relax. Camels uh, are tied to the uh, the trees yeah. outside the. Uh, yeah. My 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 four door camel was tied to the trees, and I go, "This is a lovely place." He's like, "Yeah, it's really lovely." And I, I and then I said, "Yeah, we should like like we should get married here." And I didn't realize I said that, I guess, because then I excused myself to go to the bathroom. To shit? To take a shit. <laughs> and it was only like a year or two after we were talking about that. She was like, you remember you proposed to me by accident? I was like, what? She was like, you did. And then it jogged my memory. I was like, oh, my God, I did. I guess I blocked that out. And I was like, why didn't you say anything? She was like, because I knew you were being, you know, you were being awkward and you didn't, you meant it a different way, obviously. And I, I didn't want you to feel embarrassed. Plus, also, you were excusing yourself to go to the bathroom as you said it. So, <laughs> like, you know. No, you weren't. Were you really? I, I really was. This is 100% actual. Factual. Yeah. Yeah. You're just going to flick that booger off, huh? I'm just going to pick that booger <laughs> and then flick it off, hoping it's I didn't beauty. see it. 
this is the beauty of, of radio, of, of podcasting. I can, I'm sitting here in my PJs, man, with yeah, my Coke man. bottles on, not having shaved, straight picking my boogs out of my schnoz, and still giving world-class entertainment. <laughs> Um, so you really said that you dropped that line and you said, excuse me, I'm going to go to the bathroom. We should get married here. I got to go shit. Correct. <laughs> Did you really have an IBS, uh, event uh, on no, that day? No, I just, I, I just had to pee. But then what was interesting is the bathroom had a rat sculpture with giant balls and I took a photo of it and I showed her and she loved it and giggled. And I was like, oh yeah, I like this chick. I mean, I, I took her there because I, I was madly in love with her, obviously. I, I, don't, I don't take anyone there who I don't like. You took the violinist there, too, didn't you? That's the Sculpture Museum or something, right? Sculpture Garden? Did, did not have a chance to. In fact, that's what I refer to in the essay, that I when I yes. was going to come back from Florida, I wanted to take her there. Right. And it came off as a creepy way of me wanting to slaughter her or something, I guess, because yeah. the way I worded it was not exactly romantic. It was more like... I, Mm, I want to take you to mm, my favorite place in the world. Mm, it's a bitch to get to, but I want to take you there. I don't think you came off as a stalker, murderer. I think you I'm do that. You do that naturally. Just I. Wow, you you didn't get enough. You didn't get that whole booger, did you? You're going back in for another round. I would love, and this is this is a little uh, what's the word? Pandering a little bit, I guess. Uh-huh. But I would love, love, love for someone who has an objective point of view to listen to the essay episode and tell me what about that would make you never want to speak to me again. Okay, there's there's the challenge. The gauntlet has been laid down. It's episode five, available uh, where you're listening to this now. Apple, the- uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Laughable, TuneIn, Stitcher, Overcast, Zcast, obviously is our our host company and partners. So Google Play Music, Google Play. Um, I genuinely, and this isn't even me trying to get views on that episode. I, I really, uh, or downloads, I guess. I, I genuinely would love to hear from someone and and tell me where I where I went astray. Okay. All right. Did and, we did we um, fully uh, finish uh, the Tom Hanks segment? No, I think there's still more to be mined there because she waited five days because she wasn't sure. She was being on. I respect that. She was like, I don't want to just say it willy nilly. Did you address? Does that bother? And I'm not doing this to make it seem a problem. But did it bug you that it took her till Saturday to say? I mean, you mentioned sleepless nights. I'll be honest. I I Googled. Did I? Uh, <laughs> I Googled. Did I say I love you too early? And I, I did, I did confer with a good my my best friend, uh, who's a girl, um, who I've known for like thirty years, and she she put my mind to rest. Uh, you don't know her, uh, Jesus. Can you stop picking your nose while I'm talking about affairs of the heart? What are you Sorry. doing with the boogers? Do you? I don't even see Kleenex around you. You're a vile fuck right now. God damn it! I hate dudes. Ugh, the smells in that room. Look at those glasses. Jesus Christ. You must have fucking muscles. They look like five fucking pounds, <laughs> those things. Each, each, each lens. Each lens. I, I don't know if they look that thick. Do you, um, did you know Wolverine's claws, each claw is 1,000 pounds, apparently? Did you know this? 
you know Wolverine's not real, right? You fucking nerd. You're talking about it like it's it's a it's like a real. Pre- you know Wolverine? He's he's claws a thousand pounds. No, it's not. It's a fucking costume. It's a fucking comic book that was turned into a movie. Hugh Jackman is a normal human being who sings and dances in musicals. Okay, that's your wolf, Wolverine. <laughs> Wolfman? Were you gonna call Wolverine Wolfman? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Wolverine. But yeah, I did need a little counsel. I well, I never brought it up to Tom Hanks because why would no, I? Sure. She didn't do anything wrong, and uh, no, it was my own. own her. It was my own baggage. Uh, that I had to process, and I've been very good at not shoving my baggage down Tom Hanks's throat. So oh, we know you don't shove anything down her throat. This podcast is supported by Zcast. Zcast.co is their web address. They are an app and website. They provide the platform that you're hearing this podcast on. They provide RSS feeds, server space, and links for sharing your podcast. We'd like to thank the folks over at Zcast for their incredible platform and for their constant and undying support of the Greg Wiener podcast. We love you, Zcast. Thank you so much for your hard work. And we look forward to forging a beautiful, professional, profitable, and maybe sexual, but not harassing sexual relationship with you. Thank you, Zcast. Hey there, Wiener Shakers. To connect with the Wiener Shake Show. I mean, we're talking running out of skin erection. Okay, well, you go. Huh? You're the captain of the ship now. What do you got? I was going to talk about vaginas. Fascinating. What are you going to talk about them? Well, you know how they're funny looking. And and they're really nice. And sometimes you put things in them. Sometimes you, you know, uh, let's be frank, lick them. And sometimes you don't want anything to do with them because they bleed. And so far, I'm cutting most of this, especially the bleeding part. Oh, go why, ahead. Greg? Go ahead. Oh, why? Do women gross you out, Greg? Typical white man. You know, I, I, it's interesting. When I let you stand on your own two feet, they wobble like a brand new <laughs> mare coming out of his mother's vag. Mares are girl horses. Right, so who give birth who give birth to baby horses. So maybe I screwed up a pronoun. But the point is, Typical when I take the leash off, privilege. when I take the leash off of the little puppy, the brand new puppy, the puppy don't know where to go. Okay? So... Um, Typical male privilege. No. Oh, I screwed up pronouns. Who cares? See, Greg, I got your number, man. You know, there's a certain undercurrent of jealousy uh, pumping through you right now. And the reason I recognize it is because it's not the first time I've experienced this with friends. All of a sudden, I'm going to start hearing how lucky I am to have another job or have a girlfriend or have a few extra shekels in the bank this month. Shekels. I've dealt with it before, and it's just going to turn into hatred, and then you're going to be backstabbing me and talking about me behind my back to my friends and trying to get everyone against me. I've been here. There's people in the world that hate my guts, and it usually comes from jealousy. Dare I I, I, I don't know what uh, they have to be jealous of. I mean, yeah, I'm funny. I'm handsome. People generally like me, and I have a podcast. And um, I have a great soundboard. I got a really good, good phone. <laughs> what? I don't know. What was that last? 
I got a good, uh, can we good roll back phone. a little bit? What? What? You got a really good phone? You 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 brought up these lofty things. I'm happy. I'm content. I have a relationship. I I'm 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 living my dream life, working my career, and I have a nice phone. What? Those things don't. That's like saying <laughs> I I learned how to fly a plane. I I learned how to fly helicopters inverted. I can write with a pencil. I learned how to drag race a Lamborghini. I'm sorry. Back it up. You learned how to write with a pencil. Yeah, it's called being funny, Imran, and unconsciously funny. Like when I called you Emron last episode, when I was trying I to if, loving and feeling with you and vulnerable. I don't know if that was so much an intentional funny moment as it was genuine Greg disrespect coming out. Again, not something you should Please. apologize for. Please. I don't think it's something you should apologize for. I don't think you did anything wrong. You just mispronounced my name, which is, you know, by some people, let's just say some people consider that a huge insult and hugely dehumanizing of someone when you mispronounce their name. Dehumanizing. Wow, the stakes got really high all of a sudden again with you. I'm just quoting other people. I love you. I respect you because I have to. Otherwise, I'll get fired. But I'm just saying what other people think. Do you love me, Imran? What? You're breaking up. Can you say that again? Do you love me, Imran? Do you love Greg Weiner? Coming up on 101.5, we got tickets to see Cindy Lauper at 1 o'clock. Call in now. <laughs> no, I, no, listen. I, yeah. Listen. Yeah. I wish that shtick worked more. It, 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 uh, it, can I just talk about that shtick? I don't care if you love me or not. Obviously, you don't. And I don't need your I, love. I, I uh, genuinely, genuinely like you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I actually love you. What? I, I'm taking back my declaration of love to you. Do you realize how fucked up that is, right? I don't care. I have repeatedly opened up to you and been rejected. Maybe that's the anger coming. Maybe that's where the anger is coming from. I think it comes from your rejection of my affection and love. That's horseshit. No, it it's comes, not horseshit. It, it, it is horseshit because it comes, it's horse hockey. Because it comes from a place of it is not horse hockey. It's a boatload of horse hockey. If you took, if you took the moon, and scraped out all the innards of the moon and dumped it onto the ocean, and then took that and dumped it into uh, Saturn, that's how much horse hockey we're Jesus talking about. Jesus Christ! Running, running out of steam. Here. You are, huh? You you don't got any more juice left in you, huh? I got you. I got juice. Listen. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing. You know where it's coming from? I'll, t I'll break it down for you. You know where it's coming from? No, where? It's coming from the fact that you have titties. You have womanly breasts that are teardrops, and that bugs you. Because we've talked about this. We both have body dysmorphia. We both have that. And you see my lady hips, and you, you see how I carry them. I'm not ashamed of my lady hips. I don't hide my lady hips. I wear them with pride. Yeah, I'll wear a skirt every now and then. Fuck that shit because you know what? I got the hips for it. And you see me strutting around all pride, all proud like a peacock showing off his plumage. And you you, you hate that. You hate that because you're like, what? why can't I carry my, my man titties like he carries his lady hips? I hate that. I hate that, Imran. I'm mainly really jealous of your uh, explosive diarrhea bouts at 9 a.m. in the morning. I didn't have much of a movement this morning, to be honest. Are you backed up? I don't know 
know what it is. I started Blue Apron again, so I'm eating healthier now. So oh, I'm getting good. A, a good diet of greens. So that should kind of get me back on track, if you know what I mean. I wonder how KFC is going to stay in business. See, I don't eat KFC all the time. It's just a, you know, once a month kind of, all right, we're having okay. a day. Let's eat that our feelings. translates five times a month. Am I wrong, Imran? Be honest. Roll organic. When you admit to one time a month, there's probably two between two and five times a month where you break down and you go you go clucking over to the colonel. <laughs> I can say with with honesty that it's once a month. Now, now I may order junk food from established restaurants or, or non. A fast food restaurants, that's another matter. Where did you like order I, the burger from at 2 o'clock in the morning on uh, Saturday night when Mike's, we were meeting? Mike's, Mike's Diner. Mike's Diner. Oh, my God. You're blowing my mind. I used to order from Mike's all the time. It's the only place that delivers in Astoria that hour that somewhat decent food. And a good Tasties. burger. Good burger. The burger's all right. I get it well done because I don't trust those sons of bitches back there. Smart. Tasties is pretty good. Don't know Tasties. Tasties might be new. I want to be more excited about this fact that we have a connection through Mike's Diner, but it's just not happening for me. Maybe if it was like Glenn Howard and used to order from there, that'd be pretty cool, but you know. Everyone here at the Wiener Shake Show would like to take this moment to thank Hollow Spirit Studios for signing on to the Wiener Shake Show. We'd also like to thank Greg Wiener Productions, Inc. for that company's tireless, constant, and relentless devotion to the craft of talk radio. We would also like to thank all of those who have subscribed, rated, and reviewed. Without your support, we would be nowhere. And finally, to Zcast. Thank you. Thank you, Zcast. Thank you. This is the Wiener Shake Show on the Greg Wiener Podcasting Network. Stop, man. Hey, man. I seriously, can you not do copyrighted. my thing? That's my greeting. Copyrighted. It is my thing. It is copyrighted. No, it's not. Where? Yes, it is. Where? The U.S. Patent Office. Yeah, you spent uh, what thirteen hundred dollars to patent. Hey, man. So you owe me two dollars every time you say that. You only two dollars. Well, welcome back to the Wiener Shake Show. Did we get we got some uh, listener feedback? Do we want to go over that real quick? Yes, we did. Do we, we want to had... go over all of it? Thank you. Well, uh, I wanna I wanna address. We did get a text message before uh, we get into your feedback. There, I, I can't. I, I'm just gonna read it off. Uh, this is from. We got a text in from Lauder Dog. Lauder Dog says, "Wiener Shaker here. First time, long time. Nice." I think that's a dig at Chinese people. Me love you long time or something. Wiener too rough on shake for not editing the Paula oh, tapes. Oh, you gotta and be kidding me. You're, you'd made this up, obviously. This is absolutely true. And also, <laughs> the worst take in the history of podcasting is the idea that a man needs to get consent to jizz into a condom during sex. Other than that, love the show! Exclamation point. This is from Lauderdog. Thanks for writing in, man. I uh, really appreciate it. I'm assuming you're a man. Of course because... you appreciate it. He he fucking he's a fucking Imran uh lackey. Lauder dog. Um, what kind of a fucking name is Lauder Dog? Where's he someone from? Someone who really likes dog. Where is he from? He did not say where he's from. Is there an area code? There is an area code, but I don't know if I want to reveal that as Reveal to... it. You're not telling anything. Look, he fucking texted into the show with his his antagonistic point of view to try and obviously stir the pot. And 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 get us going against each other again because he loves animus. 
whoever Lauder Dog is. Hey, this Lauder is Dog, Lauder Dog, suck it till it spits, okay? I think you're I'll wrong, see. and I think you know you're wrong. And do me a favor, unsubscribe, okay, pal? Lauder, great. This will encourage people to write in. Lauder Dog, <laughs> uh, the, the views expressed by Gleg Wiener are not the views of the Wiener Shake Show. I, for one, appreciate your writing in. Period. Uh, and if you happen to agree with my legitimate viewpoints, that's great. And I appreciate that. And it just shows to me that you're a person, because you may be a woman, I don't know, uh, a person of sense, uh, rationality, logic, compassion, empathy. And that's something you should be proud of. And uh, however, the making fun of uh, Orientals oh, with yeah. the first time, long time, I'm not a fan of. Greg is, because Greg's into that kind of stuff, but I'm not. But other than that, you know, you have some good points. Greg was a little rough, uh, which he has nothing to apologize for. I think it's okay to release your seed into someone while wearing a hat. Without permission. Without permission. There's, I mean, it's implied consent. I mean, you're inside this person. Wait a minute. Obviously. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You just dropped implied consent. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Implied consent? Saddle up. Here we go. All right. We're, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I said that. What do you got? You got a problem with that? I'm I'm physically my member is inside your hole inside I'm inside you right now. And where do you and, think that it is implied that it is okay for you to stay in that hole when you drop potential diseased seed into another human being that could seep out or a condom could explode from the force of your violent gasm, which it's of that, course yours is filled. Everything you do is filled with violence. It's in your DNA. Your people are a violent breed. So of course your a, seed shooting is going to be violent in some way as well. Seriously so you, though, implied consent? If we go by that logic, does that mean you like only spit out like two or three sperm because you're balls are so cheap with the sperm it's just like nah, mm, yeah, let's just let out two of the bad ones that not the good one. let's keep the good ones for now May, maybe later on we'll let out a couple of the the, the real swimmers let, let's let out the bench squad for now listen implied consent what i'm talking about you you know that i'm wearing a condom okay and you if 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 the condom fails that's on the condom not me because you're okay with letting that condomed member inside you and you know what's going to happen you know what's going to happen is that i'm going to achieve completion and that will result in spunkage and you know that the spunkage will be contained by the condom and again if the condom fails you and releases know. spunkage you don't know that it's going to be contained we know we know that there are risks and we both because if you know if you see me putting on a jimmy hat and you see and you object to the fact that oh there's unacceptable levels of risk involved with putting on a Jimmy hat, then you should say, you know what? Let's not put on the Jimmy hat. Let's not engage in intercourse because I don't want the risk of getting knocked up by you. Okay. You freakish, handsome, something. virile man. Right. I'm sure that's what she's saying. Um, I mean, it's implied. So you're telling me just like the consent that you're not going to have a second thought about this implied consent theory next time you go into a girl for coitus. Oh, I'm never going to be able to have sex with a woman again after this show. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's sex has been ruined for me for a lifetime. So, I mean, if there's anything you want, if we want to talk about what, what success 
certain media have on people. It's how they affect their lives. I can say that this show is successful because it has successfully ruined my sex life. Mm, poor baby. I, I doubt the, the podcast had anything to do with ruining your sex life. And maybe it's your own self-sabotaging ways in the uh, girl department. I mean, the fact that now I'm going to be thinking about, oh, man, am I raping this girl right now? You know, I mean, that's just not what you want to be. That's not where you want. Right. That's not where normal people should have their headspace. Let at. me walk back the R word. One, I really don't want to talk about. I, 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 I don't like talking about rape, honestly. And okay. I didn't really mean it's rapey. And I even said that back in episode 10. I don't think it's rape, but I do think it's consideration. And that's something narcissistic um, beta males like you uh, <laughs> uh, completely avoid because you. this is your one chance to feel like an alpha and take the woman and plant your seed in the condom inside and have that control and that power that you lack in every other fucking aspect of your beta lives. I don't I don't seek power when I'm making love to a woman. I don't even like to use the F word. Fuck. No, that's true. I, I, I refer to it as lovemaking. If she says, you know, oh, F me, I'm all on board oh, with that. Yeah, I won't. Good. I'm glad you're enjoying this. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm going full force right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, listen to the gurgle you had going to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chicks dig that, man. Yeah. I love my mommy. I love my mommy. I love my mommy. Son of a bitch. I love it. Hey, you know, you can go get yourself a soundboard too, buddy. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It's just going to be five minute long tirades dueling. of you. <laughs> we'll just be dueling soundboard drops. <laughs> Fucking shit show. Uh, you no, know, you said you had an update with Tom Hanks. And I think, well, actually, I have an update for uh, violent. Oh, who, whose update should we do first? Let's do yours. Because yeah. I have a feeling there's not much to update us on. See why you got see that's see that's rude. I mean, you're already setting me up to fail. No, I'm not, Imran. Please, please. Welcome back to another update on the ongoing saga of myself and the violin girl. I have an update for everyone listening out there. I am still not her friends on Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. All right, and that is that nothing. Uh, I mean, it's a development. The, the development is, is that it's another episode of no development. We didn't even nope. touch on this in 18. No, it's a development that the status quo is being maintained by her in that right. she is still trying to figure out how to process her feelings of love for me. Mm. And she is just waiting for the right time because she knows that, you know, I'm a man about town and maybe I'm seeing someone, maybe I'm not. And she just doesn't want to be awkward about it. She's gathering courage up. That's you what know, all and, the girls say is Imran Shake, that man about town. Yeah. <laughs> Swinging, daddy-o. What's your middle name? I, I refuse to say my middle name. Actually, I technically don't have a middle name because in the sound? Hindu culture is, Bible. Right. You take on your dad's, your daddy's name. I would think it would be some kind of war cry. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's uh, your middle name there, uh, Greg Bogo? Greg Bogo you know, it's, Wiener? It's, why can't you just, uh, just not go there? Go where? Attacking the Jews. Like, let me just attack whoa, your whoa, people. Whoa, let me attack back. your people once without you making a bargain bin joke. Listen. 
No one's attacking your people. We all know how you feel about that. And you're still clutching your pearls at Pharaoh. That was what, like a thousand, four, four thousand years ago, six thousand years ago? It was a while ago. I should you built let the that pyramids. Go. You should be proud of that. Yeah, I don't know what the big mystery is. Why everyone's where did the pyramids come from? Uh, hello, the fucking Jews built it. Actually, it's a form of reverse racism. Did you know that? Because what it does is it implies that people who are not of Western culture are stupid and imbeciles and therefore could not have completed gargantuan architectural projects that require skill, uh, society, cultural advancement on their own. And they needed outside help from aliens or some mysterious force. It's actually a kind of xenophobia. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Reverse racism. Isn't it just Maybe racism? That- yeah, it's not reverse racism. You're right. It's, it's Can not you just term. admit right now that you were trying to sound smarter than you are? No, I'm not trying to sound like anything. I'm 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 pointing out a fact that was pointed out to me. I forget where, maybe a podcast actually, but it's actually kind of uh, insulting to uh, ancient peoples to say that oh, there must have been aliens doing that. They couldn't have done that themselves. And yeah. it's kind of a diminutive. It's kind of belittling of uh, non-Western cultural advancements and achievements. Did you know the Genghis Khan is considered to be the greatest ruler who ever lived, but we have all been taught that it was Alexander the Great because he was Western culture, Western society. Welcome to Imran Sheikh's boring history lesson on the Wiener Sheikh Show. I told you, day one, I'm an educator. I love my mommy. Oh, I'm getting wet down there. What is that, Catherine Hepburn? I don't like, know. This is you. Oh, I'm getting wet down there. I don't even remember. I remember all of them. I don't remember that one. Do you remember this? You're, you're popping J's while she's BJing you? One of the most uncoolest moments of Imran's <laughs> short but illustrious podcasting career. You're popping J's while she's BJing you? <laughs> No, Imran, I'm n- no one's popping a J. You mentioned how, see, this is like that clip, I have to say, is pretty funny. And it's a lot like my feelings towards the woman saying no, the N word, because there's so much compact yeah. into such a short phrase. There's naivete, there's, there's wonderment, as you've said before in, mm-hmm. in the previous episode. And, and there's just awe, but there's also this innocence, and, and there's just misnaming of it's it's yeah it's the and it's like what it's literally three seconds and all of those attributes are in there it's a miracle uh and that's part of your charm dare i say you know uh, and also i want to i want to double back onto 18 i'm gonna walk back the walk back of the walk back and let me say that i have i was singing your praises uh, to the HSS gang, Hollywood, Hollywood, God damn it, they're going to fucking kill us. <laughs> Hollow Spirit Studios. Uh, and then I was talking about you at, the, at a party and, and just saying how funny you are. And I think I've even told you that this podcast would not exist or be as entertaining if you were not a part of it. And they go, Imran Sheikh, isn't he a man about town? <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. A real swinging daddy-o? No, they fall asleep uh, before I get through the second half of your name because they're already bored by <laughs> how bland it is. No, actually, you know, I've never met an Imran. Or are an... you making fun? Are you, Greg Weiner, making fun of my name? No, I'm is, saying is I've... Is that what just n- happened? No, I'm saying I've never met an Imran. 
I know like nine Imrans. Well, of course you do. There's a, I'm sure there's a, a gaggle of them at every mosque in town, right? Yeah, we have our own section. We're cordoned off. It's you're like there's cordoned. a men's sex, you're section, not cordoned. a women's section. You're not cordoned off. You're cordoned off. It's cordoned. No, it's definitely not. Your syntax is fucked up again. No, if you want to pronounce it right, you say cordon. No, it's French. You don't. Cordon, 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 cordon. If you want to pronounce things wrong, then go ahead and pronounce it cordon. Do you think you sound good when you speak French? I sound real good. My listen, my accent's not fucking amazing, but it's pretty good. I said bonsoir to some French ladies, and I said bonsoir, and I said it so well. Yeah. And they didn't even skip a beat. They responded to me as if though I was fluent. And they were like, bonsoir, uh, uh, bonsoir, monsieur. And I was like, I immediately ran out of skin, if you know what I mean. I'm sure they they clutched their purses and thought you could have possibly been, you know. Go on. Been what? Uh, come on. Bin Laden, you know. I do. I do resemble him quite a bit. He's a good looking guy, wasn't he? I mean, you Six. lose that beard and the dialysis machine and that guy is fucking slaying all kinds of fucking uh, Saudi Arabian tail. Six foot four and Arab men aren't known for small penises. So, you know, he's he's rocking a, 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 a unit. Oh, really? I didn't know this. Are, are Arabian men uh, hung like their camel counterparts? No, I think they're known for being average, to be honest. It's the Orientals you got to watch out for. Or not watch out for, if you know what I mean. Yuck, yuck. Those guys, the Orientals are typically hung like babies. Uh, Micro dicks. Why is that? Why is that? Do they not value penises in their culture? I don't know. I don't think you get to choose the the stereotypical dick size of your culture. In high school, we knew this one kid. He was valedictorian of our class. Uh, I don't want to say his real name. Let's call him Mickey Spillane. And Mickey Spillane uh, is a Cuban. Uh, yeah, he's Cuban. And yeah, it's a very Cuban-sounding name, Mickey Spillane. And he would constantly go on about research into African American penis size. And he claimed to be straight, and he married a woman. Mm-hmm. He, this guy, by the way, you want to talk about brain trusts? He got a he got his MDA and MBA simultaneously from Harvard. So and what? I don't care. And he, uh, so he, uh, ooh, good for you. Two degrees from Harvard. <laughs> He's making like a million dollars right now. That's right great, now. Literally Imran. Right now. I don't want to hear about somebody who's doing better at life than me right now. Okay. Fair. Fair. Anyway, he would, well, wait till you hear about this. Then you won't feel so bad. Uh, this is my way of getting over on him. He would talk about research that he was doing. Now, he was not affiliated with any research organization. He was just doing this quote-unquote research on his own where he kept on – he would always bring up African-American penis size. And one of his theories was that the reason why African-American men are so well hung is because of the slave trade. And they would – I mean, you know, African-American – Africans, I should say, were treated like animals, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, cruelly and barbarically. Uh, as is the case in any kind of slave trade. And so penis size was considered to be uh, a sign of virility and power and strength. And so they would buy, this is so horrible to say, they would buy them more than others and bring what, them big over. big dicked Africans? You said it, not me. Okay, well, I just want to be clear for our listeners. Uh, well-hung African slaves were yeah. bought before mid-sized yeah. hung 
African slaves. And they were bred, again, because they were treated as non-humans, which is horrible. And they were bred, and that propagated the, the I guess, the genetic thing of them being well hung. Whereas, and then he would be like, if you look at penis size in Africa itself, it's average. It's not anything crazy. Now, he would also be the type of guy, but this was high school and all boys school, so would we would he, make lewd jokes all the time. But would he drool while he would talk about the big dicks? He, like, would you see, he, like, saliva come out of the side of his mouth? Yeah, we, yeah, there would be a little spittle. We always figured that was because he was, like, such a brain. But then he would also mysteriously get, you know, itches in his crotch whenever you talk about it. And then he would also always, like, awkwardly do like homoerotic jokes like we were in all boys school so we would be very lewd and say That's some normal. stupid yeah. yeah right but he would be like man dicks huh how creepy are dicks guys you guys ever see a dick oh dicks are gross i love vaginas pussies are no nice. he wouldn't like, be he that would, heavy-handed li- i'm in all i'm not even he would say shit like that swear He'd be on like, the quran I'm not going to swear on the Quran because I'm not uh, quoting him exactly, but that's what he would he would say things like that. He would be like, we would be talking about like, oh, we would see a girl walk by, and our catchphrase was at that point was nice ass. So we'd be like, nice ass. Wow. And then and then to ourselves, and then he would be like, yeah, I bet her pussy is hot, <laughs> or like I bet her pussy is really nice and moist. And we'd be like, come on, Mickey Spillane, calm down. We also had a rating system. It was called, what was it? Oh, we would call it, there, if, if a girl was not attractive, we would say she was PB class. PB class. Paper bag class. So fucked up. Jesus wow. Christ. You want me to uh, cut that out or you want me to leave that in? Do you want to expose how, who I am. how classless I'm, I'm and misogynistic you are? It shows how much I've changed, ladies. I don't. I don't think that way. Nor do I rate women like that publicly anymore. No, you so, do it on your phone with Tinder, and you kind of are. You did. I'm not sure if it was the beginning of this episode, but you did go on about women and hairy armpits. Oh, it's in, disgusting. In, in a very aggressive manner, as if you're entitled to only look at, and that you're entitled. That all women on earth should be shaven to please you. I am. Sultan yes. of camels. Sultan, yeah. Hmm. No, getting... but seriously, why would you not shave your pits? I'm not saying, like, be hair free, uh, but I'm saying shave your fucking pits. It's gross. Listen, I'm with you. I mean, you know, you're going to end up stinking, but I think some girls are, they, they just, they like to do that for whatever reason. Why? It's Why? a show of independence. Some women have been held back and put down by men and and sometimes they don't have uh, you know <laughs> You know what then? Go all the way. Go all the way. Let your chin hair grow out. Let your nose hair grow out too. You're insensitive to the plight of no, women. No, I, I love women. I love their figures. Just keep it Keep it trim. You don't want any hair anywhere that you can see. Right? I don't know how I feel about Bush. I, I, I'm not asking for a bald, a bald eagle there, but uh, I've never encountered full Bush, so I can't say if I'm a fan or not. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, the Wiener Shake Show is brought to you by Hollow Spirit Studios and Greg Wiener Productions. I am the executive producer of this show. Imran is nothing but a co-host and legally has no right to anything on this show. Uh, We would love for you to rate, review, subscribe, and share. 
please feel free to call us at 302-RAW-DONG, R-A-W-D-O-N-G. That's 729-3664. Yes, 302-769-2597. That's the wrong number. Uh, that number, once again, is 302-729-3664. All right. That's the podcast. Show. We're a show, goddammit. We're not a podcast. All right. Well, that's the show. Thanks. for This is episode 19. Dang. We'll see you for a special, special episode 20. What, <sighs> what will we do for that show? I don't know. Retrospective uh, okay. or... Uh, no, we're saving that for 25 in the Imran only show. I was, I was going to say uh, yeah. 25. We've we've got a special treat which Greg let the cat out of the bag on that one. Way to <laughs> way to spoil that surprise, Greg. Uh broadcast in 101. No, I 20, I don't know. I mean, I uh, to be honest with you, I really got to yank out a load right now. I can't really think about anything else but that. All right, bye bitches. Bye. Bye. This is a production of Greg Wiener Productions Inc and Hollow Spirit Studios. To get in touch with Hollow Spirit Studios, go to their website, hollowspiritstudios.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share. And to reach out to Greg Wiener or Imran Shake, feel free to message us at The Wiener Shake Show on our Facebook page. Or call 302-RAW-DONG. That's 302-729-3664. Thank you again for listening to The Wiener Shake Show. I'm Oprah Wiener. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.19. Get to Old Navy right now. All jeans are on sale up to 50% off. From just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Try on a pair in-store and save even more. With 5 bucks off your purchase of $50 or more during Old Navy's Great Denim Try-On-A-Thon. Hurry in now to find your perfect fit and save big with up to 50% off all jeans. Now at Old Navy. Valid 812 to 821. Excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, register lane items, and jewelry. $5 discount valid with jeans purchase.